You notice she said H's like you. Where are you from? Yeah. Oh my gosh. You're, he does the same thing. Yeah. I, when people say that, I'm like, how the hell else are you supposed to say the word Houston? <laughs> Houston. Yes. I'm yeah. like, what's Houston? She heard Houston. the same thing she said. Houston. Yeah. Houston. It's that, it's that word that people. You yeah. said huge though. He says huge that same way too. I'm like, <laughs> I, I don't see he really difference. does it say huge huge you is like huge. huge huge like with like a u instead yeah. of are and, you are and you houston from, too houston yeah. it's all you are you from around here i uh my parents are in southeast texas beaumont mm. so i spent part of childhood there and then the rest like in the huntsville area okay and then my husband is from angleton and we met at college so where'd you go to school at uh, college. Yeah. Um, I went to Sam Houston. I went to San Jack. I went to BC. All the party schools. And I ended up, <laughs> well, ended up graduating from U of H. So. Okay. Oh, wow. With, with what? Uh, nutrition. Really? Well, we're going to get into that. We yeah. didn't, did you know that? I had no clue. <laughs> no, I really didn't. That she, wait, that we're talking about stuff? <laughs> <laughs> no, that she graduated with uh, nutrition. No, I didn't know. So, yeah. yeah. So let's let's get into that and introduce yourself. So I um, I think I saw something a bunch a video of yours recently that that somebody shared of you giving health advice on young living and I think just nutritional advice in general. So yeah. So how did you become about in that? Like what what made you want to go to school for nutrition and all that good stuff? What originally made me go to school for nutrition was um, when I was young, my dad had heart issues when I was starting about in third grade. My great, his dad had passed away from a heart attack when I was in high school. So I just knew that heart issues were a big deal. Like I didn't know much about it, but I knew it was a big deal. And I've always been in the fitness world, loved fitness, ran track, cheerleading, all the things in school. And then as an adult, got into like personal training and all of that. So the nutrition, I, I really was motivated to know how to take care of my family, basically health-wise. So that's where that started. Um, but when I got into college, you know, so mainstream universities, right, um, I had this really strange, when my last year, my senior year, the next step um, with nutrition degree is dietetics normally. Okay. Not always, but you typically go into a hospital and do rotations and stuff. And I just like had this overwhelming feeling that I did not want to be in a hospital. Like it just, it seemed like such a depressing place to work to me and which I know they're necessary, but <laughs> I was just like, I just, that's not me. Like I just, that's not what I want to do. And I just, I didn't understand it. I didn't know anything about natural health. All I knew was Western medicine. That's what we've all grown up with for the most part. Um, but I knew that I wanted to be on, I wanted to be in healthcare, not sick care. Right. So I wanted to work at like a health spa, you know, or do nutritional counseling for people that are already healthy and want to stay healthy. That's more where I wanted to be instead of people that were already sick and needing to just like, get better for being sick. Right. So you're focused on kind of preventative stuff. Right. Not so much behind the curve. Right. Interesting. Yeah. So that, it was several years later, actually, before I actually got into Young Living. Um, I 
graduated from U of H, but my commute was about an hour. And I had every intention of heading to grad school, but I was like, I'm taking a year off. I'm tired of commuting. <laughs> I'm going to see what, you know, what I can find in Lake Jackson. And I uh, ended up getting pregnant with my daughter right before starting the paperwork for grad school. Okay. So, oh, man. So she deterred that. Way to go. Yeah. That's some good timing there. <laughs> Do you blame it on her? Oh, like, every time I, she walks by. <laughs> it like our life has worked out so much better because of that and like getting into young living a couple of years later and where I'm at now than it, than I ever think grad school would have done for me. So that's interesting how life works. Huh? Yeah. Sometimes I, I see, you know, something go wrong or whatever. And I'm like, well, let's, let's roll with it. So it, totally. it, it sometimes it works out for the better. You try to really push your life and push your path. That's like mm-hmm. kind of going against the grain and things don't happen like you, mm-hmm. like you want it. But, um, I was going to ask you, I thought you were going to mention this. I always thought about going to like dietetics or like, like, uh, nutrition. Um, when you went to the major universities, was the material kind of tainted like mm-hmm. with industry <laughs> corporation type stuff? So I have really strong opinions about this stuff. You don't say <laughs> let's get into it. Um, <laughs> Perfect. So, okay. So then when I was in school, so early twenties, I mean, I did not know. I didn't, you don't know what you don't know. Right. And you just, you grow up in Western medicine world and you just take everything for face value and you do what you do. Um, now being several years out of that, and I have already put myself through naturopath school and gotten a doctorate in that and gone into all these different avenues since then. So what I know about that now, I mean, quite honestly, I think it's a complete joke. What, what's oh, wow. the biggest thing like that stands out that you can remember that's being taught that's a complete joke? Well, and I don't actually know if it's still being taught now. I kind of think it is, but I, I haven't really looked into it in several years. But like we, the food guide pyramid. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for it's sure. a complete joke. And most people know that now. Yeah. But I mean, forever, that's what they based school lunches on. And that's how kids grew up. And that's what dietetics we're using in the hospitals and i don't know if they still are but i think they are yeah standard american yeah. diet yeah. like your and it's all industries too it's yes. like dairy and yep. meat and the Bread, wheat grain uh, <laughs> yeah it's, it's all pushing that and you need yeah. to eat the most of that yeah i totally think it's i mean designed to keep people sick honestly isn't grain on the bottom right Grain and wheat is yeah. on the bottom, right? It's the biggest. Yeah, that's crazy. With yeah. with those materials, I think that's the best order you can put them in. Yeah. But some of that stuff don't need to be in the pyramid. But, <laughs> but yeah. we kind of went down the rabbit hole, like with, you know, GMO and, yeah. you know, getting rid of, you know, I think you do uh, grass-fed stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. I went off the band. I, like, went vegan, and then I just ate fruit only, and I was just eating organic, and I was cleaning it with vinegar and, like, yeah. uh, using different products. So, I I, I went down that rabbit hole kind of like in a, in a middle ground now, I guess we talked about it a little bit in the last episode. Yeah. yeah. It, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty insane that the food pyramid, that's funny. Like most of the stuff on the pyramid, you can't just go out and naturally eat. Um, and I guess that's kind of conflicting cause you can't go eat a cow either without cooking it, but like grain, everything's so processed. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So. It's interesting. So is that kind of what pushed you towards um, uh, Young Living? No, actually. that. So there's a long and short version of this, and I'll give you the short version, and then you can <laughs> ask questions if you want. So kind of simultaneously when I started 
when I moved down to Angleton after my husband graduated from uh, college, we moved down to this area, which that's when I started, you know, transferred to U of H and all of that. Um, I personally started dealing with major depression, anxiety, Mm -hmm. and not sleeping and uh, acid reflux, chronic and back and neck pain. Like I went from a totally healthy doing everything about life to all kinds of health issues. Mainly they st- it started with the anxiety and depression and then I, and the rest started coming after that. But um, I went to see a doctor, right? I mean, that's what you do. Yeah. And got put on antidepressants and sleeping meds. And I think they gave me like a muscle relaxer for the neck pain. And so that was in the first appointment. And with each follow-up appointment, when I would say that I wasn't feeling any better... And actually had more things wrong, you, you know, then the acid reflux started and all these different other things started coming on. Well, they would just give more meds. And it was, it was a several years, this was several years that this went on. But basically at the time that I, I in my head, it kind of came to an end after, I think it was about seven years, um, I was on about 20 different prescription meds. Wow. What? At one time? At one time? At one time. That's intense. Would you have a pill a pill box or something? I had a basket. A basket? <laughs> yes. And it was just in my bathroom. Just antidepressants, muscle relaxers, all the everything above, huh? Everything. We just zoned out. Yep. Like well, on that yep. like a zombie, huh? Yep. Yeah. I was I was living on autopilot. Um That's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. I mean, I was and 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 again, you don't know what you don't know. I mean, I was just, I was just floating through life, like, because you have no feelings. I mean, I tell people all the time, I'm like, antidepressants don't just make you not feel sad. They make you not feel anything. Yeah. Mm. Like you're not even a a person really. I mean, you, you can't feel joy. You can't feel anything. And so there was just this point where I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like I'm done. Um, and that was when I really started like waking up to what Western medicine, where I had gotten with it. And there had been plenty of doctor's appointments where I was trying to have a conversation like, can I please cut this one back? Can we please, does, do I have to have this one too? You know, like those kind of conversations. And I will never forget, I was about 25, um, at a rheumatologist appointment and he looked at me and he said, well, you understand that diabetics need insulin, right? And I said, yes. And he said, you are going to need this the rest of your life and you just need to get used to it. Mm. And I was like, and at that time, you know, I was 25. This was a doctor with a white coat that had been to years of medical school that totally cared about me. Right. Mm. And had my best interests at heart. And, so I said, okay, and left even more depressed than before, right? Mm. So a lot of that went on. And then when I finally woke up to what I had, what had really been going on, I was like, uh-uh, I'm done. So I'm interested during this seven-year time span, you, you had one child, right? No. So you had 
I didn't have any of my children at that. Oh, okay. Well, so what was your your diet and your your daily life like? Were you eating shitty kind of processed food? So that's what's interesting too, right? Because I graduated with honors in it with nutrition (laughs) when I was 24. Fruit fruit (laughs) roll-ups. Right? I like Oreos. Uh, But here's what I think is interesting about that. You know, the, the same people that fund Big Pharma and all of all of those things, well, you know, they are all up in the education at the universities, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I My education taught me this was the era of no cholesterol, no fat, no, you know, all of that was the big trend at that time. Well, guess what? You have to have fat and cholesterol to make healthy hormones. Well, guess what? You have to have healthy hormones to be happy. <laughs> right uh, and not wait a depressed <laughs> and <laughs> not anxious <laughs> we're connecting the dots here aren't we <laughs> right so my diet my education taught me to live on fruit to not eat animal fats to not so i was eating healthy quote unquote but i mean it was a lot of fruit and it was a lot of vegetables and it was um artificial sweeteners right yeah. but it was not healthy fats it was not you know any, no butter, none of that stuff. Um, but the other problem was I was on so much medication that I just didn't really eat much to begin with. I weighed about 30 pounds less than I do now. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Dang, that's crazy. Yeah. So. That's crazy. So it's, it's intense that, um, or not intense, but it's, it's ironic that a lot of people feel this way. Uh, we, we talk to a lot of different people, you know, obviously on here, but, um, anxiety is like a big thing and depression is a big thing. And it's more so, you know, with coronavirus, mm-hmm. you know, out right now, it's probably a little more intense, but, um, I feel like diet, we always talk about this, which probably annoying, but I feel like diet is like, uh, you know, the underlying issue for a lot of things. 100%. Mm. And that's what, I mean, I'll, I'll talk with people all the time about what supplements they can use for this and that and what oils and what, you know, the different tools you can do, but your diet is totally going to be what either keeps you healthy or kills you. Yeah. Uh, always. Agreed. Now I don't, I don't believe, I believe with our food supply the way it is and the way like our soil and air pollution and all the processing, a person can be eating literally the most organic everything possible Growing as all their own stuff as much as possible, not processing as much as possible, but our food, our soil, and and all of that is so lacking at this point. I don't believe that a person can live completely healthy without supplementing. No, yeah, so. I I agree with that one hundred percent. That's that's funny you mentioned that because it's like. Yeah, we have crop dusters that come by with spraying like mosquito spray, you know, trying to get rid of the mosquitoes. You know, it's getting in the soil and then, you know, uh, crops are depleted. You know, we're not getting the same crops uh, every year. And we got the monocrops and everything that yeah. we're doing, mass mass production. I was wondering, um, you know, at the doctor's office, that was like your aha moment. Like he was like, you're going to, you know, you need to be on this medicine forever. So that flipped the switch. But at that point, where did you go to get... Um, your non-school knowledge, you know, like your, your non like uh, college degree knowledge of like getting out of the system. What, what, where'd you find that? So it was, it was a couple years later and um, actually, and, and I, it was hard to find. I mean, I didn't really have any doctor support 
as far as getting off these meds, it was more, I got to figure out how, how to do this, you know? Um, when I, now I did, I got off quite a bit of the meds. I was still on probably about half when I feel like my brain just really started waking up. Like I really started to get my personality back. I started to get my like attitude back. (laughs) Is that a good thing? (laughs) It's Uh a good thing. Got your groove Um, back. (laughs) Basically. Yeah. And so I was like, you know, I, and I was feeling so much better, like so much better. And so basically I didn't know really what to do because now at that point when I'd already started getting off a lot of meds, I did have my daughter and, um, I was, the thing about it was I want, I knew that I wanted off of all the drugs all, like I was done. I wanted to be off completely. Cause I was like, if I can feel this much better off of half of it, what can I feel like off of all of it? Mm. But I was, I had some fear because at that point, like I was doing well, you know, I was a happy mom. We were, life was good. We were doing all the things, you know, and I was scared that if I got off of all the medication, like what if, what if I go back to being this really depressed person and I can't get myself out of bed? Like I have her to take care of now. I can't do that, you know? So in my head, I was like, something has to replace the pills, I don't know what that is, but something has to replace the pills. What's, what is it? And basically I just, it was just this desperate prayer one day and it was like, all right. It was like, I mean, making a deal with God. And I said, I I will literally do whatever you tell me to do, but you have to show me because I have no idea how to do this. And, um, it was about a year and a half from then. And I went back to my nutrition degree. I went back to, I was in the gym two hours a day, every day. Um, I started doing all the things I already knew how to do, but I still was like, there has to be a replacement for the antidepressants for the drugs. You know, it was about a year and a half later that I got introduced to Young Living. And, but about that time, I also looked, somebody had mentioned like seeing a naturopath doctor and I'm like, what even is that? You know, like (laughs) never heard of that. And I found Google and I found one. I went to see her. And she did all this cool stuff with me and told me all this cool stuff about myself. And I was like, holy moly, there is a whole nother world out there. And I just asked her, I said, so what school did you go to? She told me and I went home and enrolled. Wow. Really? Yep. And, and what kind of things was she talking about that was a little uh, non-traditional? Well, I mean, she has certain had certain testing equipment that we used and... um she just said, this is, she told me you're in perimenopause. I'm like, what? I'm not even 30. You know, I mean, she said, this is what, this is what your hormones are doing. This is all, you know, all where all this is. Um, I don't even remember all the things I just remember. And she had, you know, all these herbs on her shelf and all these, you know, all these different products. And I was just like, basically it just opened my eyes to, there's a million things you can do to help yourself that has nothing to do with drugs. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, and even down to like getting massages and e- even down in chiropractic care. I mean, even down to all of those kinds of detoxing options. type stuff, detoxing. acupuncture. She, she had a detox foot bath and I'm like, Oh, I've got to do that. Dude, It's all you about know? the feet. It seems like, <laughs> um, it sounds kind of like a lot of like Chinese medicine a little bit. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. kind of merged in because yeah. that's a lot of herbal uh, herbal supplementing and yeah. things like that. Chinese medicine plays a huge role in natural medicine. In, in, yeah, you know, just like all the different 
when you uh, like reflexology and corresponding organs to emotions. And I mean, people think that they can just rock through life and their emotions don't mean anything, but their your emotions totally make you sick. Was it a big change for you? Were you nervous? Because I'm just imagining myself going in and I'm like picturing a witch doctor, you know, <laughs> like kind of like a voodoo doctor. So well, that's that, what everybody thinks yeah, when you talk be, about holistic yeah, approaches. Yeah, because it's, it's like... Um, you know, that's not, you know, back to Western medicine or the natural thought mm-hmm. from people like, oh, well, you went to see a witch doctor. So was it, did you have a little bit of that thought in you or was <laughs> no. it not at all? Um, I mean, I was so done. Uh-huh. Like I, w- I was done with what I had been doing. I think I was so done that I was like, I was at the point with, I don't care. I want to know what all this yeah. is. I want to figure this out. This is super cool. You know? And so it was just, and she also, another thing she did that day, she had this little bitty book. I cannot find it now. Of spells? No. (laughs) Close. Well, well, and I I truly think it's not in print. I think that it's gotten been destroyed. Um, But it it was this little tiny book and it was, it's basically was the hit, the story, the history of natural medicine versus Western medicine. Mm. And or natural versus medical, and where where the big disconnect came from? Where I mean, the whole world did natural medicine forever, and then it was, you know, and after the nineteen hundreds started that all of the Western medicine stuff came about. And so when I read that book, then I was just straight up pissed. You you read it? Yeah, the one that you can't find anymore. Yeah, and I loaned it to somebody, and now I've looked for it because like to buy it, and I can't find it anywhere. What's it called? And that's another problem. I don't remember <laughs> how the human race started. Yeah, <laughs> um, chapter one. Yeah, it's it's kind of you know it's kind of conflicting because Western medicine does work, right? Like we can all agree that that certain medications to a certain extent help, but there's also the fact that it's it's big corporations pushing a narrative to an extent, right? Um, like doctors are, you know, they get paid to prescribe so many different medications yeah. and there's incentives for them to do it. They maybe not get directly in paid, but there's definitely some, some incentives for them to prescribe certain medications. Well, and it's their business. I mean, they don't have any customers if you don't need their meds. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so- you can't go see a doctor for more than five minutes these days. It's all how many patients they can get in and get out. Um, so that's another downfall to, yeah, you know. Our- and I don't, I mean, I don't think all doctors are bad people or anything like that. I've got lots of friends, you know, in the medical community. Um, I just think that med- Western medicine is just so overused, mm. you know. I mean, if if they would include nutritional education if you know if they would include emotional support tools meditation you know all those various things if they would include that in how to take care of the human body instead of just prescribing a substance that will kill the symptom that's bugging you you know we'd have a lot more people that would be walking around healthy and and healed not you know all these autoimmune conditions and all these things yeah i know you're spot on with that there's it's so easy if you have anxiety or have depression or whatever it is these days to go get some type. Yeah. Pop a pill instead of, well, maybe you don't need as much caffeine or maybe you stop eating so much bread or pasta or something, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, 
I think yeah. we're definitely treating symptoms at the doctor, but I think that uh, I think the medical community is kind of waking up too. Like, because yeah. um, there's a, a sense of brainwashing, you know. Like even when you went to the university, I mean, you you kind of read through it, but some people just take it as truth and yeah. they don't, you know, look at it objectively. Um, but I think even younger doctors are starting to see all these documentaries starting to come out, and then now doctors are like prescribing meditation mm -hmm. or um yeah. or just the things that are more traditional or, or or natural so i think we're we're a lot better than probably where you started when yeah. you went to the doctor in the first place because <laughs> yeah. i mean netflix has done a lot of that you yeah. know uh, documentary wise well these days too like I, at least my the my parents age folks um they're not really into you know fitness or or keeping healthy or you know trying to uh, watch their diet but like this newer generation you go to the park and it's filled with people working out running and mm -hmm. there's all these uh maybe they're not healthy but there's a shake place and all these vegan friendly places and so i think i think you're right i think we're on the right path we'll shift yeah well i think people are tired of feeling bad mm -hmm. you know and so you get enough of it and you will start looking for other things you know if you get to that rock bottom place enough yeah which I th is what happened to me, you know. It's pretty impressive. You dug your way out. And then even like the education thing too, you, you spent so much time, not saying all of it is um, false or anything, but you spent so much time learning that stuff. And then now you're just, tr you're trying to find another way. And um, when you had no help. So it's, it's, it's interesting how you're able to get out of that. And I guess, you know, wake up to, yeah. you know, what's going on, like jump out of the matrix a little bit, the, like the, yeah. uh, the uh, nutritional matrix. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful. All I can say is that was Jesus. I mean, I don't, I don't, it was just one day. It was just a switch of like, all right, done here. What's <laughs> something, no. there's something better. So, so what was the defining push into young living? Oh, that's a good one. Um, so again, thanks to all the drugs I would had been on forever. I had an issue that of with gum recession on my teeth mm. and so every time i go to the dentist which there's holistic dentists too oh wow most people don't know that so i was seeing a regular dentist at the time and of course they just it's the same concept as western medicine you know there's only certain tools in their toolbox so that's all they can offer you so you know they would just say well you're brushing too hard or, and you know, they could, they had minor procedures that they could do to help in the office or whatever, but they would, that would always wear off. And then I'd be back and they'd say, Oh gosh, there's more recession. You know, this one particular day I had an appointment and the hygienist looked very alarmed <laughs> and she was like, Oh my gosh, I've never seen this much recession for someone your age. And I was still in. Scary. Why would they say that? Oh, yeah. oh, my gosh. Yeah, I was like. Look at the size of your tumor. And you're yeah. like, oh, yeah. God, Basically, gosh. that's how that went. <laughs> and I, I was still in pill world. And I was like, okay, so what do y'all got for that? You know? <laughs> yeah. Give me the pill. Give me the script. <laughs> and uh, she's all shaking her head. And she was like, well, there's this surgery. And it's really rough and insurance doesn't cover it and it has like a 30 percent success rate and like she was Gosh. not selling you have this problem and i don't she, think you want to do the solution not selling the solution <laughs> and she said but the thing is if this continues then you're gonna have bone loss and your teeth will fall out Gosh. that's what she said to me so i left there that day in tears envisioning a full set of dentures by the time i was 30 
that exact same day, the friend and uh, Young Living is a multi-level marketing company, you know, so you sign up with somebody, right, that's already selling it or whatever. So a friend of mine from childhood, we had just, we had connected on Facebook about a year prior, reconnected, and she was doing Young Living. And she had been posting about the oils, and I thought she was absolutely crazy. <laughs> I mean, loved her, but thought she was nuts, yeah, right? A little cuckoo. Yeah, totally. Now, I would have to say I was fascinated with the things she was saying, like the story she was telling about the oils and what they were doing for her family, but I still thought she was crazy. Um, but that same day, she made a post that said, and I'm paraphrasing, but with some of the Young Living products, you know, my dad avoided a gum graft, which was the surgery they were telling me I needed. Uh, my daughter's gums st- started growing back, and mine actually stopped receding. And wow. I said, okay. Wow. <laughs> and I, I just <laughs> I'm called, interested now. <laughs> I, exactly. And so I called her. I said, hey, I've been like watching, reading your stuff for over a year. And I finally have a reason to see what you got because I don't want that surgery. So so what was the magic tonic for, for that? And how long did it take to see improvements? Well, I mean, again, it's, it's a combination of things. It's nutritional, it's, it's hygiene, it's, you know, it's, it's the toothpaste, the mouthwash, some uh, two or three supplements. So it was a combo. Um, I saw improvements really quickly. So, and that, that wasn't the, we had some, a couple of other things that we saw improvements with really fast in our house, which made me be like, okay, there's something to this. I really need to dig into this, you know? Um, but I did research and, and traced it all back to one certain prescription medication that I had been taking Uh-oh. for quite a while that it caused it. Oh, Can you say it? Oh, it was Cymbalta. Cymbalta. Yeah. What is that? Yeah. What they is it actually use that for a lot of things now. They prescribed it to me for depression. Mm. Cymbalta. I feel like we've seen a commercial for that. Probably. It sounds like it. Side effects may include. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Wow. So. What else, um, so you, how, like, I guess, describe how you, you dove in, like, you signed up with your friend, you get a kit. I know very little about Young yeah. Living, so describe that process. So, it used to be where you had to get a kit. Um, that just recently got taken away a couple of months back. So, you can get a membership, basically, which just gives you a discount, just like in the Sam's Club or card or something, you know. Um and then you have a discount on the products. And so now you can buy, you can just buy a product and be able to do that. Mm. Um, in the past, you had to get a starter kit. But um, so for me, I, it was nine years ago. And so I got the starter kit from her and signed up and just started using the products. Um, I, I mean, I had never done anything like network marketing. You know, I had my nutrition degree, but I was staying home with my girls, you know, and I was totally happy. I actually never intended on having a job the rest of my life other <laughs> wow. than, other than staying <laughs> home with my girls. Um, cause I was loving that. And my, my husband had, you know, had a great job. We're good. So that was, that was how life was. But, um, I basically, I had several friends that after just a short period of time were just like, you know, you're really different like in a good way you know like you seem better what are you doing and it was just me saying well 
I got all this crazy stuff not too long ago. <laughs> and, and this is what we've been doing with it. And the more, the more that I started, cause you know, a lot of there, and it's not so much now, but I would say back then and, and, and even before that, there's a lot of shame around struggling with depression and anxiety, you know, and a lot of people don't talk about that. And there was definitely a lot of shame for me being on that much medication. You know, I mean, that was insane, right? Um, but the more I started talking about that, I mean, people just started coming out of the woodwork. Like, yeah. I really struggle with that. And I don't want to be on these meds anymore. And how can this help me? You know, I mean, it just, it was just shocking to me how many, and even close friends that I didn't even realize, you know, were dealing with it. Would One, I started talking about it. They wanted to know, what can I do for this? What can I do for that? You know? And honestly, the first couple of people, I told them, I said, you know, I don't know. I just got all this stuff. I really don't know what it is, but <laughs> you can give it a shot and see what happens. <laughs> you know, I just said, I just know it won't hurt you. So that's how, that's how it started. What was some of the, the stuff that you were doing on a daily basis or, you know, cause young living for, I mean, I'm, a lot of people know what it is, but some folks may not know what it is. So were you, you know, dropping some of it in your water? Were you diffusing stuff, cleaning with it? What were you doing on it? Yeah, I imagine it's tink, like tinctures. Is it only tinctures or is it pills or what, what, are, what are the different products? It's So we have a really extensive supplement line. So different vitamins, you know, different supplements. Um, that We have over, well over 250 essential oils. Um, there's a few tinctures, just a couple. But mm. the 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 they're most well we're most well known for the essential oils first and then probably the second two second and third most well-known products is we have a nutritional product called ningxia red which is the juice and then our thieves cleaner oh yeah. the juice i've heard of the juice yeah so james yeah james, talks about the juice james i was yeah. telling i was telling you uh, our buddy james when you walk in their house they got the diffusers everywhere and it smells, they got like thieves going in one side and it yeah. always smells good. Yeah. Um, is that the kind of stuff that you were doing daily or? So because of where I had come from, right. And I was done like, and I guess this is my personality too. It's like, you just go all in, you know, I mean, you don't have ass anything. Right. <laughs> you, just, you just get it done. Right. Yeah. And uh, so when I decided after like two or three weeks that I really liked, really liked everything, um, I started digging into some research and I came across some articles that talked about people filing lawsuits against Johnson and Johnson because of the cancers, yeah. all, all these different cancer stories. Well, I had two little girls and we had Johnson and Johnson all over our house. And so what I flipped out, like any mom would flip out. And uh, I took a black trash bag, uh, probably a couple of them actually. And I literally, every single product in our house that I thought was toxic, which would be Clorox, Fabuloso, Johnson & Johnson, Dove Soap. I mean, <laughs> all of it, all of it, all went into trash bags. My husband comes home and his eyes are huge and he's like, what are you doing? And <laughs> Her I, hair is just like a yeah. mess. She's like, what, yeah. what do you, what do you what, mean what, what I'm doing? Yeah. What are you doing? Grab the trash bag. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get this carpet up. <laughs> and I, I said, I said, I can show you some things that I've been reading. I said, but basically, I mean, 
I'm pretty much inadvertently giving my children cancer with, with having all these products in our house. That's pretty much what I read today. And so we're done. And so I switched out all of our, I mean, the Thieves Household Cleaner replaces every single product I had in my house anyway. So it's, it's just easier anyway, just to have one cleaner that your kids can drink and, you know, it's not going to kill them. <laughs> so talk about the Thieves for a little bit. What, what's in it? Is it antibacterial? What, like? So the, so it is a, a salute. It's a blend of oils. Okay. And so our oils, you have your singles and you have blends, right? So a single oil would just be one, which would be like lavender. That's by itself. And then there's a blend of oils. So thieves, I think it's five or six different singles in that make up the thieves blend. Um, the story on thieves and where, like where it got its name. And you can find this in the history books and like, this is not made up stuff, but it just explains it well. Back in when the bubonic plague was killing people, I totally don't remember what era that was, but when that was happening, there were a couple of guys and they were robbing the dead bodies and they weren't getting sick. And they got captured and in like they ha- were forced to give up their secret and they had been rubbing. So they had these herbs and they had been rubbing them all over their bodies before going to rob the dead bodies. And so it's like clove and rosemary and cinnamon bark. And so it's all those things, you know, and you can go on PubMed and you can go on WebMD. You can go on all these places and like Google clove oil, benefits of clove oil, benefits of cinnamon bark. And you will find incredible information on the antibacterial properties and the antiviral properties and just all, I mean, it's all out there. And, you know, people are using that stuff for years. It just started getting a bad rap because I mean, there were some agendas that got put out there to give it a bad rap on purpose. Yeah. You know? So from a cleaning perspective, if you spill some grease while you're cooking, like, can you really clean it up with thieves? Like, is it actually do oh, yeah. work like that? Okay. Yeah. I just imagine it's smelling good and, you know, like making the house smoke it a little bit. <laughs> I think that's why they like started introducing like the chemical cleaners. Cause it's like, Trying to get like that heavy residue off, uh, but thieves seems to do it. Yeah. What all do you use thieves? I want to know everything you use thieves for. I mean, it's it's literally been the only cleaner I've purchased in nine years. Uh, so dishes, do you use it to wash your clothes? So we actually have thieves laundry soap, but if I run out of that, yeah, I'll stick a half full of thieves household cleaner in my washer. Uh, um, uh. Like... I mean, your toilets, your showers. I mean, it, it's got, I'm trying to think of some crazy stuff we've done with it. Like <laughs> like when my kids were little, one of them got strawberry juice all over a white chair. She didn't die because <laughs> Eve's got it out. <laughs> so... You know, there, saved her life in more ways than one. Uh, people rub, good. rub thieves on their like chest and stuff, right? Like mm-hmm. as a as a I guess a protection for whatever you know, an allergy or something, right? Yeah. So we like if if we aren't feeling well, or 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 like uh, here's a good example. So we and thieves comes in a lot of different ways. It comes in just the pure essential oil by itself. It comes in the cleaner. Um, it comes. We have a toothpaste and a mouthwash and like. There is a chest rub that, mm. you know, like instead of Vicks Vapo rub, same, similar kind of thing. Um, there's, I mean, there's a whole product line with it, but there's a, we have a, in a roll on. And like we went to Disney 
I don't know. I guess it was before Corona happened, a year before Corona started. Um, and like, so we just had our role on, right? And there's tons of people at Disney all the time, right? And actually, a lot of people were saying, have you heard of the Disney flu? I'm like, what are you talking about? The Disney flu? Yes. Apparently, when people go to Disney, they always come home sick, like with flu type stuff. Hmm. And I'm like, okay, that doesn't make any sense. Like, we do so many things to support our immune system that just like getting sick doesn't on ever on my mind, you know? But I was like, okay, we'll take our thieves roll on with us to Disney, you know, and it, it can't hurt. It can only help us. So if we're going to be around tons and tons and tons of people, you know, so yeah, we took that to Disney and we just roll it on our wrist and stuff like a couple times a day. And it just really helps keep your immune system strong and, you know, fight whatever. What, what are some of the, the bigger essential oils that you can digest that people are putting in water and cooking with? I know there's lemon essential oil that people cook with. So I personally, and again, you know, I always tell everybody, you, gotta, you do it. You do what you're comfortable with. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I. There's not a book? There's no, not a manual? There is a book. Okay. There are books. <laughs> Was it burned? Like a how-to book. <laughs> there, it, it, no, we still have the books. Okay, Thank good. goodness. Um, there are books. We personally, there isn't an, a, an oil that we have that I would not ingest if it's one that I thought I needed to do. Um, now, of course, you have your lemon, all the citrus, lime, tangerine, and those go in water all the time because they taste good. Um, you can cook with the clove, oregano, thyme, all of those. There are oils that don't taste good. I mean, I would still use them if I thought I needed them for that reason, but I probably would put them in a capsule and swallow them mm. instead of just... Now, I mean, you can take a shot quick and get it down, you know. You know, people take shot stuff all the time that don't taste good. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) What are you talking about? (laughs) But, you know, so if people complain about the taste, I'm like, you've drank worse. Just get it down. You know, shot of water, shoot it and go. Um, But as far as actually, yeah, I mean, well, I'll go to a restaurant and I've got different oils in my purse and I'll put them in the water to make, because restaurant water usually doesn't taste good to me. So, you know. So what do you what do you put in your water? I like to do the lemon. We actually have a blend called Sleek, and it has like tangerine. Um, it has an oil called Okatea, which helps you mm. basically feel satisfied a lot faster. So it helps people eat less. I need to get some of that. Yeah, <laughs> but oh, if I put that in my water at a restaurant, I mean, I, I totally will eat way less than if I don't. Uh, I need a lot of that. <laughs> we, yeah. need, we need to get that. Yeah, a whole bottle. You need it for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Why are your hands right there? I'm good. Okay. Hey, um, how how many products are there? I mean, like, would it, you, oh. you're, you've said a lot. Like, There's can a you lot. get all of them or do you have to like, you know, you're There's missing one? Um, I mean, I don't even, I, don't get me lying. I know there's over 800. Oh my mm. gosh. Yeah. So you're saying like, is, is there like, for someone who doesn't know, is there like a starter pack with yeah. like the most popular things that you'll probably need? Yes, there are starter packs. There's a couple of different ones. There's one that just mainly has the oils and a diffuser. There's one that has the juice. And then there's one that has the Thieves products. So I kind of, I usually just sit down with somebody and say, tell me what's important to you. You know, if somebody's got a major health issue that 
that's just, that's top of their list, then we'll talk about what's going to help them with that. Um, if they're like, I just really want clean products in my house. I don't want all these chemical things anymore Then I'm probably going to, you know, steer them towards the thief starter kit. Um, if somebody's like, I just want to help everybody's immune system in my house. I want everybody to feel better. Nutritionally, we need help, you know, then I'm probably going to start them with the Ningxia kit. Now, if they've got all kinds of different things going on that are important to them at one time, then I'll just, you know, then I'll say, tell me what you want to spend. <laughs> and and I will give you some ideas uh, in that price range. Yeah. That so that's a another hot topic. Did you have something? I sure did. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, sorry, <laughs> we're trying to figure out this new setup. Um, I'm asking a question for you, basically. Me and uh, John have a lot of anxiety stuff. I think I got mine figured out. But like, if you were to have someone like so, so many people have anxiety, what kind of starter kit would you start them off on um, to get them started? So again, I'm all about asking questions. Like, I'm going to want to know, because it's not going to do somebody any good if I recommend, like, three oils for them, and they are like, I hate the way oils smell, and I'm never going to rub those on myself, and I'm not going to put them in a diffuser, all right? So it's going to be pointless if I recommend that. So I'm going to ask some questions first. I'm going to ask if they, one, if they're okay taking supplements, how do you feel about using the oils, diffuser, things like that? Um, I'm going to ask some questions about their lifestyle. Um most of the time, if we're talking about anxiety specifically, that is going to come down to a mix of a nutritional deficiency or hormonal imbalance and then some emotional situations. So again, I would ask some questions to kind of get to the bottom of where somebody's at with that. Um, I have some scanning equipment that I like to use. And so if they are able to get with, you know, if I are able to meet with me, then I'm going to also probably see if I can do that scan for them. And that's going to give me a lot of good information too. So if I get to meet with them personally, one-on-one, it helps me really narrow things down for a person. Um, if not, and they are just kind of like, oh, you know, just tell me a couple things. Uh, I have a few oils that I personally have seen incredible relief with. And then I have a product that I personally love, and it's called Cortistop, which helps balance your cortisol levels. Mm-hmm. And the reason I'm really big about that one, especially now, I mean, look what our world, I mean, our world is insane right now, right? I mean, there's not, if unless a person's living under a rock, nobody is not dealing with anxiety or depression at some point. You know, I mean, it's just, it's just huge right now. Um so anytime we are stressed, we perceive any kind of stress, our body's going to release cortisol. Cortisol robs your other hormones and converts them to cortisol. So then you not only do you have too much cortisol to begin with, then your cortisol is making more cortisol. And so then you don't have your progesterone and your estrogen and your testosterone and all of those things that keep you balanced. Mm-hmm. So we want to block cortisol in as best we can. So we're going to do cortistop. And vitamin C blocks cortisol really well, too. So probably add a ton of vitamin C in there, too. You were mentioning um, minerals. <clears throat> Are you talking about, like, magnesium and B12 and that cort- that sort of thing for anxiety? Yeah. And, mm. and those, I mean, there are there's a lot of vitamins and minerals that go in. I mean, your B vitamins support your nerves. 
that plays a huge role, right, in how anxiety feels. So, and most likely, I mean, stress depletes B vitamins, you know. So, it's it's a whole big picture. I mean, I don't ever, I, when I work with people, I'm like, okay, I can, I can say one thing, right? If you, if somebody's like just one thing, that's all I can handle. Like, okay, I, I can say one thing for you, but you have to understand that it's a whole picture. You know, it's food, it's, it's nutrition, it's exercise, it's supplements, it's meditation, it's your thought processes. Like it's a whole big thing. Mind, body, and spirit. Yeah. (laughs) I wonder what it is these days. I, I, I don't know if anxiety and depression was a big thing 50 years ago. You think it's like related to social media? Absolutely. You know, being connected 24-7, phones going off, yeah. our watches going off. I wonder if that's what it is. Overstimulated? Yeah. When you're not, you're depressed. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Did you guys watch that Netflix documentary? You bet, you bet your ass. <laughs> what is it called? Um, Which, uh, ah. I just went blank. Dang it. The, the net- social, social dilemma. dilemma. Yes. We did it together. Yeah. Yes. On three go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's so funny how they like, uh, you know, made it seem like someone was behind the, the scenes. Yeah. Like, oh, they're, they're a little depressed now. Let's, you That's know, add, let's add works, this. Though. Let's add this, you know. Yeah. They'll never see this coming. Oh, they haven't been back to the app in a while. Let's yeah. send them 10% oh, yeah. off at Chili's. <laughs> yeah. I, we started talking about guns. And I don't know if you like, you know. My my phone started, my yeah. YouTube channel started going off. Well, you need to look at this gun. My Facebook was like, you need to look at this mm-hmm. gun. There's a gun ammo cell. I got a fucking email from some gun manufacturer that I never visited before. How much did you buy? I spent a little bit. I spent a, a little pretty penny. Yeah, and how did that bit. make you feel? It made me feel good, actually. <laughs> well, good. Maybe it's, maybe it's not such a bad thing. <laughs> it made me feel really good. Yeah. No, I think it's huge. Um and I'm like, I'm that mom. My girls are not allowed to have it, period. Really? To a certain age or just not at all? So the, my oldest will be 14 in December. Oh, you're getting on the age. Yeah, she's going to almost need one, right? I'm surprised she don't have one already. She does not. Um, and it's just that we haven't, like, said a certain age or anything like that. We're kind of just taking each day at a time. Um, she has already, she's already struggled with anxiety some. Hmm. And I've explained to her how much more anxiety social media is going to bring into her life so at the moment she's like okay i'm good yeah she doesn't even want to do it so if it was up to me my daughters would not have so um a phone and any kind of social media but my my ex-wife is a little more liberal to those ideas i guess and so she caved into the phone so then now my daughter who lives in my house it's unfair if one has a phone and one doesn't so it's like that's the battle that we have. And, but when they go to my house, it's like, you're off the phones at all. Like I don't really allow the phones because I think it's, I think it's detrimental. Yeah. Uh, Well, and we have a phone that she uses. Like if she goes to an out of town game like one of those big backpacks, (laughs) (laughs) saved by the bell. There's just no social media apps on it. Like that's just not, that's a good, that's a good, you gotta look out for burner phones under a pillow. I just freaked her out. Yeah. Now. She's like, she's oh, like, no. I gotta go. <laughs> what do y'all think? I mean, especially your daughter's age, like, do you think just uh, giving them access, to, I don't know, what would you think, 16 or 18 or something? I truly think it depends on the kid. Yeah, that's I'm, like yeah. anything. But do you think yeah. like a slow drip is better or like 
just giving them everything at 18, like they're going to be vulnerable to every, they're not going to know like the environment. That's a great question. And I've totally thought about that. And my husband and I have had a lot of conversations about it, but he and I both talk about, you know, there are so many things that we were exposed to, and that was forever ago Mm. that were completely unnecessary. Like we did not need to know and do all of those things (laughs) before we were adults. Yeah. And my life would have been better without them. So, (laughs) well, it's not so much your kids you have to worry about. It's other people's kids who probably aren't paying close attention to what they're doing. You know what I mean? And then your, your child may end up becoming friends with those kids. You know, they might be good kids. This (laughs) they're, you know, their home life, they're exposed to a lot more than what we typically allow. And that, that's, that's what worries me is like, all right, you want to bring this friend over? Let's bring her over and let me talk to her a little bit. And like, <laughs> that's what probably all parents think. But I bet you, like, Candace goes to school. Is like, who's ready to party? She's like the life, <laughs> yeah. the life yeah. of the all that built yeah. up. <laughs> well, see, that's the other thing too. Is you know, so you know, I have two. You know, I have daughters. You have daughters. I know. I've seen what it's like when young girls are confined to a you know a sheltered environment, and then as soon as they turn eighteen. You see him at the strip club, like, uh-huh. <laughs> like it just goes from you know zero to nothing. So it's like a delicate yeah, balance, you know. I, I totally agree, and I think again, our oldest daughter, she's a she's, we're not gonna have such a hard time with her. She's she's very she's just wise and beyond her years. You know, she's like, no, I don't want to do that. Like I'm good. Oh. It's the little one that. It's, it's always the little one. It's always gonna, the little one. Probably yeah. going to give us a run for our money a little uh, bit. Because she sees the the boundaries. The other yeah. one was like kind of creating them. Like, well, she saw them for the first time. The other one knows what sees the holes and the and the gaps that yeah. she can she can kind of fit into. You're also a little more lenient too with the with the youngest than you were with the first. You have two. You have two children. Yeah. Yeah. So you're always a little more. Uh, okay. <laughs> I fine. I guess. You know. My hands are tied. Here, oh. Here's a phone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. But I definitely believe the social media is that. I mean, I know it gives me anxiety. So I'm like, I don't, I have control over them It not affecting them right now. So for now, that's, you know. It fucks me up um, looking at some of the the stories around when I I had COVID and then right after seeing like, it was like every story that I was looking at on Facebook or Instagram was someone dying. And then they were my age and I was like, fuck this. I just turned it off for a little bit. Um, yeah, but it's a big, I think that's one of the big things is like what Mike said, being overstimulated. Yeah. Causing it. Cause I like, I don't remember my, my parents never talked about anxiety. Like they were outside, like building shit and <laughs> doing stuff outside on a tractor. And like, yeah, it wasn't, they weren't cooped up inside on a phone, you know? Well, and I think just the whole comparison games and, you know, oh, yeah. and, and it's, it's really stressful knowing so many people's business. <laughs> yes. Honestly. Yeah. You know, I had a class at my house. Um, I, we host classes um, pretty often and probably, I don't know, 20, 30 women were there and I looked around the room and with the exception of about three, I knew very personal tough information about each one of them and i just thought wow and and they that wasn't even a group of like close friends they're just women that are my friends that i know you know what i mean and i was just like wow this is a lot i mean so if you let it get to you about 
if you take on people's stress, you know, which I think we can all have a tendency to do that sometimes. Yeah. It can be really heavy. Yeah. So what is your, your husband, how has he transformed over the last nine years with your young living lifestyle? Is he supportive or he's kind of apprehensive with it or? Oh no. Uh Oh, <laughs> he's like, he's like, bring it on baby. He's got the niche red. Like. Yeah. <laughs> we joke or, or I do. He, I joke that he uses more oils than me and both girls combined. Wow. He loves it. Wow. What is uh, some of his favorite combos? Um, you know, he likes joy oil mm. um, a lot. He does a lot of peppermint. He's a big fitness guy, so he loves peppermint for workouts. Um, what, is the, what does that do? So it helps you breathe so oh, yeah. much better. So like, he like rubs it on his chest? Yeah, okay. and he'll put it in his water, rub it on his chest. And like he has a reputation at the gym at home. People are like, oh, how we, he know, we can smell <laughs> Brian coming. We get it. Uh, we, we get, get it. it. We got it. We got it. You put it in, we got it. <laughs> yeah. Um, we have a supplement called Powergize, which helps with hormones, but he feels a lot of good energy from that. So he loves that one. Um but yeah, I think for him, whenever I got started with it, I mean, we had had a really rough, because at the beginning of our marriage started with me starting all those medications. Mm. And so we had a really, really rough couple of years, first couple of years of our marriage with all of that. And so when I was finally ready to be done with it, you know, and try something else, and he saw such quick positive improvements in me when I started it he and he will tell people now I've heard him say I've heard him tell people he thought I was crazy when I brought it home (laughs) Um, but he didn't care because it was you know it was a healthy thing it was a positive thing and so and it once he saw how much it helped he was I mean I had no budget he was like spend whatever what to get whatever you need to get you know and so before but for him and he didn't really get into it much when I first started, but he came home from work one day sick, mm. like stomach bug, like throwing up, diarrhea, getting in bed, can't function, feeling horrible. And I actually had a shopping weekend plan with some girlfriends, and he had to stay home with the girls that weekend uh, so I could leave. And I was like, oh, no, <laughs> you're going to get well because I'm going out of town. <laughs> And I put all kinds, he was in, laying in bed, he didn't care what anybody did to him. And I put all kinds of oils on him and put the diffuser on and I like oiled him up like several times. Next morning he woke up a new person mm. and he was like, okay, I'm in. I oh. mean, it was just, he, and that's, you know, for a lot of people, that is what it takes is they will have a really significant experience with an oil or supplement, whatever, you know, whatever they use, helping them or helping their child, you know, and then they're like, okay, I'm sold, you know? Yeah. It's, it's like he met you in the autopilot stage. So he really didn't even really meet you to an extent. Well, I mean, we had two ish years together, three almost before, before the, the meds. Yeah. Okay. So is he seeing the same you uh, that y'all met or just like a new and improved you from just being healthier? Cause I imagine you're healthier now than when He'd y'all met. Probably say new and improved. You know? <laughs> I mean, better, right? Wife 5.0. <laughs> the, first couple, the first couple years were like all the fraternity party <laughs> lifestyle. That was the first oh, wow. two years the of, fun ones. Okay. of yeah. relationship. <laughs> and then, 
and then you know it was downhill that for after for a while and then yeah but things got a lot better and the other thing was kind of along this whole journey uh after getting into young living i just you get into a community of people that is honestly really incredible like all over the globe honestly and through this community we met somebody that uh is our life coach now and she's incredible I mean, we've worked with her for, both of us have worked with her for over five years now. And that has completely changed the path of our lives, completely. Changed our marriage, changed the way we raise our kids, changed the way we respond to each other, changed the way we respond to anything, literally anything. And so that has been huge too. That's that's cool. Is it like uh, my truth kind of talking? Can I speak my truth real quick? (laughs) Sure. It's like a jab. (laughs) <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. We're in the office. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we don't do that <laughs> anymore. <laughs> Not after today. <laughs> yeah, um it's it's been transformational. And that is some that's a component to like I'm a huge huge spoke person for that. I think that also changes that's a big component of of depression anxiety. You know, because your thought processes are going to drive your actions, right? And if you don't know what your thought processes are, really, and especially the ones that started when you were a kid, you Mm. know, and how to identify those Mm. and like flip those around and make sense of those, well, you're going to keep having the same thought patterns that aren't serving you well, you know, because that's just human nature. You just stay there. But it takes, it takes some tools and it takes some practice to, to get out of that. Yeah. Young living is um, is very in- expensive to get in and stay in. So how do how do people manage that? It, it, because it's uh, at least for the kit. Like you, you said they're not doing the kit anymore, but you know it's a very expensive lifestyle to have. I guess I don't know what the right word is, but you know, do you not? I do you not get that. Okay. I disagree. Well, yeah, people you, say it. Yeah. yeah. So. Here's what, here's how I think about expense just in general, no matter what we're talking about. One, expense is all relative. Right. Expense is what value you place on something. So I don't want to ask you how much those guns were that you bought. They're a lot. Oh, here we go. They're okay. a lot. That okay. was a good one. Yeah. Okay. So here so so to go back sure. to the starter kit, <laughs> the starter good. kit's $165. Yeah. So you get 13 oils, bottles of oil. You get a diffuser. You get some nutritional products. You get some thieves hand sanitizer. So you get all of that for $165. So just to give you an idea of the cost of oils, that they're all different. You can get um, a small bottle of lemon, I think like $8. Um, you can get a small bottle of frankincense for like, I want to say it's around 40 mm. um, Oh, dang. So yeah. frankincense comes from Oman. Lavender's or lemon, I mean, that's different places in the u.s right right so you have to think about the sourcing you have to think about where they come from some oils can be grown and distilled year round so they're really plentiful some oils can only be grown and distilled two weeks out of the year Mm. so it just there's so many variables that go into what it is Um, to give you an example about rose oil i think that's our most costly oil i think it's 187 dollars for a 5 ml so it so it takes 
two dump truck loads of pedals to make one 5 ml. God dang. Is that, that like rose water, but like on No, steroid? so rose water probably has one drop of rose essential oil in a whole thing of water. Rose essential oil is straight, pure rose essential oil. Nothing added, no dilution, none of that. But as far as going back, so... <laughs> the year, she's gonna get you yeah, no. i'm years, glad i'm not part of this the years that i spent in doctor's offices yeah okay i don't even i don't even know how many doctor appointments i went to i, I have no clue i have no idea how much medication i bought no. i have no idea and, and not even talking about the prescription medications so so this is a fun to to hear so when you're on antidepressants and uh, pain meds and all of those all of those pretty much slow if not completely stop your your body's functions right Mm -hmm. so we'll just go with your digestive tract for one okay so that means you're constipated all the time literally all the time so i probably at some point was taking an entire bottle of metamucil a day a day and that did not even fix the problem most of the time so how much is a bottle of Metamucil, right? Yeah. I don't know. I have no clue. I haven't bought it in forever. Thank you, Jesus. But 10, 15 bucks for that big bottle. <laughs> and I was having one a day sometimes. That's a yeah. lot. So that's Dang. expensive. Yeah. Now, a bottle of Digize oil, which helps your digestive tract. And I think it's like $32 for a big bottle. I can put two drops of that on my stomach and be good to go. So two drops of a $32 bottle versus a $10 bottle of Metamucil every day that you can't even compare the price of that. Right. So basically it's all in where your mind is, right? Right. The other thing I tell people, and and then I'll get off of this. (laughs) She's Um, on something. (laughs) How much does cancer cost? It's, there's no price, yeah. Exactly. So can you afford... 50 bucks, 100 bucks, 200 bucks a month of products that keep you healthy to keep you out of an autoimmune situation or a cancer situation or any type of situation that would make you stop working, make you be on tons of meds, make you have to go through tons of therapies, literally cost you your quality of life? I think it takes the right person being... um they have to know that they want to be healthy. Right. Otherwise, it's, I guess the point I was getting at was it's it's easy to go to the Young Living website and be like shocked, like, holy crap, you know, a three bottle or a three or a, a five ml bottle of, of lemon oil is $3. When you can go to um, the doctor's office and use your, your prescription card and get a month's worth supply of pills for a lot cheaper. So it's it's just... You know, what, how expensive do, or what does the average person want to spend money on it? I think they want to help themselves. They probably want to, you know, take the first step, but the drawback or, you know, the initial shock of seeing what it costs, I think is probably what what maybe deters people. But sounds like you don't hear that though. I mean, people don't complain about pricing or anything like that. Well, I mean, I think by the time a person gets to me, they're done. (laughs) They're ready to feel better They're They have exhausted the options that have, that are not making them feel good. Right. Um, they know enough to know I have to do some good things for myself to, 
to have a better quality of life and they are ready to make their health a priority. Right. And we know, I mean, anything that is a priority that's worth having, that's worth doing, it's going to cost us something. Yeah. Right. Um, whether that's monetary or, or in a different way, it's going to cost us. And I think a lot of people, yeah, I, I get the people that are ready for change. That's that's good. We Mike and I talk about that all the time. You know, you you asked us why we did this podcast. It it takes time for us to do this podcast, and I think people are 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 in autopilot, not necessarily even taking medications for antidepressants, but everyone's going to work. They're going to pick up their kids. They're just kind of in this awful cycle of doing the same monotonous thing every single day. So it's it's easier to go grab a yeah. you know a cheeseburger than it is to invest yep. the you know maybe fifty a hundred bucks whatever it is for the Young Living products. Yeah. Um, oh, for sure. And that's the thing. Our habits get us in a place where you don't want to be, mm. but there are habits, so they're hard to break. Yeah. And it's hard to, and unless you really have something interrupt your life. Mm. We don't really change, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't even want to know where I'd be today if if something wouldn't have come in to, that really interrupted, you know, what where I was. No, but the you, cool the cool thing is, I mean, it doesn't take much once somebody does feel much better because a lot of people don't even realize how bad they feel either. Yeah, and then the minute they feel better, and they're like, wow. I mean, that was me. I didn't sleep for years, even though I was on all the sleeping meds. I still just got a couple hours of sleep. And that first night that I used oils and I slept more than I had slept in 15 years. And I woke up that next morning and I was like, so this is what it feels like to sleep more than a few hours? Like I had no idea, right? I mean, you don't know what you don't know. And then at, at, at that, when you have a result like that, then you're like, yeah, I'm going to be motivated to buy more of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? That right. was worth it. Like that kind of. That instant gratification almost. It takes, or not, it may not be instant, but they have to see the results pretty right. quickly. Right. Yeah. And, and you know, I tell people all the time, like our family, our family of four, I can count on one hand how many times we have seen a doctor in the last nine years. Oh, that's awesome. You know, so when, when you talk about expense, you know what yeah. I mean? I mean, yes, I'm spending the money that I'm spending on Young Living and, you know, the various things that we do. Um, but for me, being in a doctor's office and being in medical facilities and, and being a slave to Western medicine is is now such a traumatic experience for me that I will do absolutely anything to keep my family out (laughs) of the system. Yeah. Right. So I'm willing to throw a lot of money at all of the different natural modalities that we use to keep us out of it. Right. That's, I mean, that's a really good answer. Um, Because a lot, I think a lot of the people are going to you aren't trying to get health. They're not not healthy trying to get healthier. I feel like that's a smaller percentage. Mm -hmm. It's the people that, have no have no other they've tried everything they tossed yeah. everything at it and they have autoimmune diseases where they're you know testing diets trying to do elimination diets trying to figure out what's wrong and i feel like that's when you're like all right maybe i don't have to buy the gun or this i'm gonna put everything into yeah. this just like you know you were kind of uh you were kind of cheap there for a little while but when the hurricane hit 
you bought like two generators <laughs> when you when you need it yeah. when you need it and That's you know the value example. yeah well i mean yeah you had the hard lesson too you have to have a hard lesson to know the importance of it yeah, yeah. um so i think it was a really good way you got out of that oh, one <laughs> no for sure no it is um <laughs> yeah it's interesting I mean, sign us up no. <laughs> so go, go ahead. ahead go ahead well i was just gonna say i mean that's the cool thing about it too, when you have that experience and then, and you know what it's done for you, I mean, then you, I mean, then you want to tell everybody about it. Yeah. And, it and it's like, especially people you care about, you know, they're over there suffering. You're like, please let me help you. Like, yeah, really just give this a shot, you know? So now people who use young living definitely promote the shit out of it. Like it's a, if they use it and they see results, like you were saying, then I, I see it on social media all the time. You, you mentioned um, by the time they get to you. So what is your position in Young Living um, uh, uh, officially? Like what, how long have you been in? I guess nine years, but where are you at in the stratosphere of, of Young Living? So my, so with the rank system, um, I'm at the rank of diamond. Okay. So what does that mean? That is, so our highest rank is Royal Crown Diamond. So I'm two from that one. Royal Crown Diamond. What's the one down from that? Crown and then Diamond. Wow. So you're pretty up there. We've done well, yes. Uh, so so what, is, blessed. what does that mean? And that means you have been able to sign up people underneath you, maybe meet a certain percentage of sales. Yeah, it's based on, it's based on volume. Okay. So, um, and obviously it takes a certain amount of people to hit that volume. The more people you have, the easier it is to hit that volume. Um, but it's, it's me. Yes, I've signed up quite a lot of people, but then the people under me also sign up people, you know, so anybody that's ever in any part of my organization, if they sign somebody up, I mean, that is all part of our organization nice. so um and it's and that that's a whole nother animal <laughs> <laughs> um i yeah that's a whole nother animal um multi-level marketing is again like i said i had never been in it before i didn't know anything about it um had no interest in in working you know right. um but I, after I started talking about it and people just were coming out of the woodwork and wanting to do it, you know, and okay, here's how you sign up. This is what you do. And, you know, supporting them from there. Um, it was about a year or so, year and a half in, um, the person above me hosted a business type meeting, like to learn about the business part of it. And I just thought, you know, again, there's my personality go big or go home, you know? <laughs> and I was like, well, you know, I think I might, if I understand, like, I really didn't know this was a business thing, but I think if I knew how to do this better, I could do this better, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I went to her meeting and it, I was like, wow, okay. So this is a legit thing. You know, it's a real business. Like you need a DBA or an LLC or, you know, like all these things. And, um, at that point I was like, okay, let's do this, you know? And it just really took off from there. Right. But yeah, there's a whole nother, I, I think network marketing is brilliant, honestly. 
Um, you know, it's gotten its bad rap and people say what they say about it. Um, I honestly think if somebody has something bad to say about it, one, they just truly don't understand the business model and or they tried it and weren't successful. <laughs> yeah. You there, know? There's a lot of hate videos on YouTube oh, yeah. calling Young Living oh, yeah. you know, a pyramid scheme. Oh, yeah. You know, not even getting into the the creator of Young Living. There's a lot of controversy about yeah. about uh, the creator and everything that he did, but really don't care about that. If the product works, the product works. But what what do you do? You get people that 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 come up talk shit to you about pyramid schemes and how do you deal with with those kind of haters? Especially because you're on social media, so I imagine you get some of that. Well, I'm nice, but but if, <laughs> but if you are still thinking pyramid schemes are real, you're just ignorant. Yeah. They're illegal. You know, I mean, they're illegal. Like they can't happen. And if and if one does pop up, I mean, people don't even understand. The FTC is all over multi-level marketing companies. It's ridiculous. Yeah. If one pops up, it's not going to last more than a hot second. Yeah. You know, so. So all of that is just, it's just people talking about what they don't know what they're talking about. It's, you that's know. just a term, I guess, but it's like, it creates a period. I mean, there's a lot of people at the bottom and then there's less people like, you know, in the diamond level and double diamond yeah, level. It takes a lot. So uh, it physically makes a pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> that right. reminds me, do you watch, yeah. have you seen the office? Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember that part where he's drilling? He's like, so you have this guy, you have this guy. So and he's yeah. like. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But you know, one. I tell people, I'm like, the best example of a pyramid scheme is like Walmart yeah. or Dillard's or like there's one big CEO that makes stupid money. Or Chick-fil-A. Or <laughs> Chick-fil-A. And then you have all of the employees that make, that give the goods or services and make the money, but they will never be able to pass up the CEO. Yeah. Any single person in my organization can pass me up pass me up and rank any day if they decide to work hard enough. Yeah. I think you hit the nail on the head. The people that I've probably seen on YouTube or Facebook, mm -hmm. you know, talking mess about it, probably tried it and weren't very successful at it. Cause it, uh, I won't lie. It's not for the faint of heart. It's just not. Why is that? Um, you're dealing with people. You're dealing with, <laughs> you're dealing that you exactly, you are dealing with people and, and you know, everybody can sell stuff. To their friends and family, right? And and friends and family will, oh, I'll support you. I'll help you out, you know, and, and that works out for a little bit. Once you run out of that warm market, once you run out of your comfort zone, well, then it gets real, right? And if you've already told everybody how successful you're going to be and how great you're going to be and all these things you're going to do, and then you run out of your comfort zone and you don't have the skill set to go past that, well, then... Where are you? Right? Yeah. Like it happens to so many people. And I'm like, it doesn't have to be that way. Like we can help you. It, there is, it's not hard. It's, it's not hard. That's what it is. It's not hard. It's just, you've got to have a lot of grit and you've got to have a lot of determination and you have to have a lot of discipline. Yeah. And that's what most people don't have is that all those three together. Yeah. So uh, how bad did y'all get, how bad did you get hit when that dot came out? Which I mean, the about the owner. Oh, that's been out for years. I mean, uh, that, that has was, it been out for years? Yeah, and there's, owner. I mean, there's a whole story about, of, I mean, the people that wrote it and where all that came. from. You think from. it's kind of untrue? Well, I know it's untrue. Oh, really? Like, I mean, I we met 
hung out with him several times in their family and oh really oh wow yeah oh wow oh for some reason i was thinking he was dead he died last year oh or two okay. years ago so yeah so who would who would be like targeting uh young living you think well who would target <laughs> the other essential or the other oil company big, big p well, so, so competitors for one, yeah. or people that were trying to have a competing product, we'll say. But you got to think about the whole natural medicine, Western Versus, medicine, yeah. or... Device. That's a lot of work. You know? Yeah, but, but they got so much money to You just make pay a couple people to... Yeah. That's, I, I saw that, and I didn't... I don't know. I didn't know much about um, the business, but I saw that, and I was like, oh, that's crazy. It's like so crazy, it, you know be weird if you made it up you know it's almost like the the documentaries on like uh forks versus knives or whatever yeah, yeah. they're going vegan they yeah. get deep they like come out with videos debunking like eating well, that, vegetables yeah. that yeah. that yeah. or you know yeah because that was funded by like a heavy pedo organization and veto you know whatever it is but it's all yeah. backed by money yeah it's there's that's so a good so much agenda behind all of it. And I tell people, you know, any, I don't spend much time with that stuff. I just, it's all ridiculous. And I, I don't like to give energy to anything that I don't think is life giving. Yeah. And that's just kind of a, how I like to go through life. I don't always do well at that, but I try really hard. Right. So, you know, if somebody's got huge issues with that kind of stuff, um, it's not my job to talk them out of it. Right. Mm -hmm. It's just not like I know what my beliefs are and I know I know what my story is and I know what the products and the business have done for our family. Exactly. Um, and I know what it's done for hundreds of thousands of other families, too. So there's that. But the other thing I tell people, I'm like, at the end of the day, like I will help you. I can give you my opinions. I can tell you what what I know at the end of the day. You're the one that has to pray about whatever and decide what's right for you and where you're going to go from there, you know? Yeah. Exactly. And and I'm not going to talk you in or out of anything. Yeah. So. The product works. The product works. So it's thousands, millions of people cannot be, you know, all wrong. So. Well, and, and the company has been in business for 26 years. You know, that's the other thing. If people want to talk about pyramid schemes and all, and all this, I'm like, it had, and illegal situation cannot exist especially for that long right you know or a product that didn't work could not stay in business for that long well you know that's the the identifier for me is if it didn't work people wouldn't you know would wake up to that pretty quickly right it's obviously doing something you know yeah so even if even if mentally it's just tricking you a placebo effect something's something's happening to where you're feeling better yeah so right, yeah. So. Well, you know it's funny. Uh, uh -oh. <laughs> I do I do vendor tables at various places, and I had a bottle of the juice sitting on the table one day, and this guy walks by and he's like, "Oh, so you're gonna tell me that's magic juice?" <laughs> and I said, "Hey, they always sound like that." I, know, I love I <laughs> the love dumb it. people. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I said, "Hey, dude, if if antioxidants and vitamins and fiber and protein, I was like, if you want to call that magic, you know, I said, God designed your body to run off of these things. Yeah. So if you give it that and then you feel better and that's what you want to call magic, sure. <laughs> it's all about magic. It's all relative, right? Like you were saying <laughs> earlier. Yeah. Okay. Well, Shelly, we had a great time with you. Well, social what? media. 
Yeah, I was gonna say. No, that. Well, hey, hey, don't I, let don't let I, me I, don't I, let me stop the train here. I've done this part before. So. <laughs> you remember last episode? Last time I was drinking. You're like, what do I do here? Right. <laughs> we had a, we had one too many. We, we drank a whole bottle of wine, didn't we? A couple of sips for you, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, how can people get a hold of you and find you on social media and and your Young Living contacts? Um, well, I'm easy to find on Facebook. Shelly Sanford Garrett. That's my full name's on there. Um, that's probably the easiest way. Garrett. Mm-hmm. You know Joey Garrett? In Angleton, like Jackson? Uh, Clute. Clute? Yeah. Joey Garrett, beard. Kind of a. He, that is my husband's dad's cousin. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. I knew it. I think, Wait. I hope I have that right. So, pawn shop, huh? Yeah. You got to. Yes. yes! Oh my God! Yeah, we got him. We got him. We got. We need to take a picture. Well, we're gonna take a picture. Yeah. We're gonna send it to Joe. Actually, when you messaged me, I was like, "You probably should have my husband on too. He would yeah. love to do this." I wonder if we know. Him. Oh, I have. I don't seen him. Do we know him? I, I haven't met your husband before, but I know the pawn shop. Yeah. Yeah, we should have the pawn shop. Is his name Tom? <laughs> the, the stores are, but yeah. his name is not. That's his grandpa's name. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So we'll reach out to him. Yeah. I got a contact now. <laughs> yeah. What's okay, so is uh Facebook the best place to find you? Yeah, I'm on okay. Instagram, but I don't do a ton over there. Um I do so much on Facebook that it's like how much time do you spend on all the platforms, yeah. right? Now, if somebody if some, you know, Instagram guru wants to contact me and tells me they can like blow up my IG for me, <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> you gonna ask her the, the the TikTok one? He always asks about TikTok. So do you do TikTok? So do you do TikTok? And and if you don't, why? We go, oh, you need to do. It. <laughs> so I think they're hilarious. Yeah. I like. I've seen a lot of them. Honestly, it's just every everything is so time consuming. I honestly just haven't spent time there. No, that's a that's the only answer. That's good marketing, though. Yeah. Oh. They just want to pick. They just want to pick one, just yeah. like me. I don't want to go to all all of them. And they all have limitations. Yeah. Like, I can't post this here. This is a different size. Can't it's put like, a link here. <sighs> uh, well, Shelly, we had a great time with you. Yeah, and uh, this was super fun. Thank y'all. Great yeah, time. So much for having me. <laughs> all right. Talk to you. Bye. Bye.